This is Kenya. Welcome to my magical home to my life. Today, you can hear me gardening. There's birds singing in the background, and I am spraying my ridiculously large squash leaves and the garden bed in front of my home with water because it is so, so very hot. So very hot outside. Also, I'd like to take that moment to say that Flint, Michigan still does not have an adequate supply of clean water. Okay, that being said, let's get back to the episode. But let's talk about water in this episode. Let's talk about it. Water is so important. But have you ever really thought about our relationship with it? Well, today, open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section about ecological relationships. Yeah, I know, that's a bit much. So if you don't have a section like that, maybe make one under the section for gardening or in your section for beliefs. And let's talk about water and us. All right, let's get started. During this episode, I'm going to water my garden the entire time. I need to be in touch with my subject, so you'll hear this sound in the background a lot. And there's also a plane. So that shows you I'm in the real world when I tell you I'm in my garden and not in the studio. And I believe it's important to be honest with my friends, and we're friends, right? And when I talk about being honest with my friends, that's something that came to be hard for me for many, many years, being honest with my friends about what I feel, what I thought, and what my takes on different things were. And looking up in the sky, that's not an airplane. That is actually a rescue chopper. And judging by the way it's going, it's heading toward a hospital here in Warren. Yep, definitely heading toward the hospital. So, situation awareness is very important because I almost misled you. And that would have been dishonest if I hadn't corrected that. But yeah, I had a hard time with honesty and purity in my thought, in my actions, in my emotions for many, many, many years. And I'm not afraid to tell you that. I'm not afraid to tell you that I was not always the best person. Some of you may not always be the best people, but we all have the potential to take a step off that path and turn it around and go a different way. And that's what I did. And water is like that. Water wants to flow. It wants to flow in its true path. And it's only when we start redirecting it that things change and can become a problem. How so? Well, let's look at that. So, we'll use an example. An example that I've seen myself. And this is something you can try at home. If you're near a river or a strait or anywhere that has a flowing body of water, more than likely, You've seen it ebb and grow. 
but you may not have seen the tributaries or the freshets in the winter. And that is something that's kind of unique to places that experience a winter. But we got these things called freshets, and they're like little bitty rivers and streams that happen when the snow melts. And you don't see them other than those times. And they feed into the rivers. They do. Uh, but their flow can be erratic. If the land is undisturbed, it has been that way for a while, they'll follow a true path and everything will be fine. But if for some reason it's been disturbed or people have done things to divert it, whole ecosystems can be damaged. Our relationship with the streams and the freshets can be beneficial Let's say there's been a drought and we're trying to, to uh, redirect water that's melting off to prevent a drought the next year because we had a drought the previous year. Or let's say that someone just is greedy. That happens too. They may stop up the water. They may use a dam. They may divert it somehow. They may over pump and take more than their fair share. In that case, the flow of the water is no longer true. The flow of water has been interfered with in its mission to follow its true path. And that true path can change. But what won't change is the fact that now that it's been altered, we've made a systemic and irrevocable change in that moment in time. But what does this have to do with our relationship to water and why am I talking about rivers and freshets and streams and us and honesty and being true to yourself? A lot of those things can be tied together, you see. Just like you can interfere with a flow of a freshet because of your own selfish reasons, sometimes people interfere in the development of other people's lives for their own selfish reasons there are people who will school you into being dishonest with others for personal gain, for a greater cause that they hold dear, whether or not it's a good cause or not. Some children are reared up in the wrong way, taught to only tell the truth that suits instead of the truth that is. This way leads to a crooked path, and it's hard once they've been set that way. Dishonesty is like a dam to them and it builds up toxicity. It keeps them from finding their flow, the flow they were meant to be, the path that they were meant to walk. It takes a lot of work to de deconstruct the dam. It takes a lot of work to deconstruct the crooked places in our souls and our character. Once we detect that there is something wrong, if we are wise, we begin to change what is wrong. Once we see that water is not flowing properly and is harming, we change it. At no time do we want to be bad stewards of the earth, nor should we be bad stewards of our souls. You see, our true selves, because we're made of water, if you really think about it, 
most of our bodies are water. We can't live without it. But our true selves, like water, carry the essence of who we are. And they want to flow truly. They want to flow the right way. And we examine ourselves, much like an engineer or an architect, or even a landscape or a permaculturalist, examine the, the water and the land, we can see where sometimes the rivers may have been diverted into false paths where others may have used us, diverted our channels, taught us things and we embraced things on our own that may have dammed up the good parts of ourselves, the essences of who we are. And that's a sorrowful thing, it's a sad thing. There's an experiment you can reproduce. It was in a movie called What the Bleep Do We Know, where a person took glasses of water and wrote good things like love on some of them and bad things like hate on the others. Then they examined the structure of the water after a while. And believe it or not, the glasses that had words like love on them were beautifully structured and harmonious. The ones with negative words were horrible looking underneath. They were chaotic and you could tell that damage was being done. Just in putting a symbol on ourselves, we can change the flow of our own path. So it was wise of us to be careful what banner we take up, what we put on our shirts, what we put on our buttons, what we put in our souls what we eat, what we drink, all affects us, but we are made of water. Water is life. And we have to remember the things we say, the things we speak, just like in that experiment. Those things can change the essence inside of us, the waters inside of us, and that affects us as a being. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Nothing in the universe is quite like you. Each of you is special. And because of that, there's absolutely a responsibility that we have to take care of ourselves, to love ourselves, and to feed ourselves good things, to believe in the right way, to walk the good road, to say only what is true, and find our personal truths not be afraid to live them, even when it's scary, even when it hurts, even when it costs you friendships, because by being true to yourself, that is the only way you can have true friends. How can you be friends with someone if you don't even know who they really are? And your first friend should be yourself, because that's the first person in your life that you were given is yourself. Your mom nurtured you and brought you here. That is true. She's your first teacher. But other than your creator, your first human friend is yourself. And because of that, we should be worthy to our and good to ourselves. And part of that self that you have is water. I don't think enough of us may understand how important it is to protect ourselves 
and to responsibly use and protect water. It's water that I'm using to nurture and cool down these plants to help them sustain and persevere against crushing heat to give them the ability to thrive. And I'm putting good thoughts as I hold this hose. There's no music in today's episode except for the intro and the outro because I want you to hear that I'm actually watering this entire episode. All of the good thoughts and the good hopes and beliefs I have for you who are listening and for myself, I'm putting into this air and this water in my hand through this hose and wishing love and abundance, fertility, positivity and gratefulness and thankfulness and asking for grace for this garden. Water is my friend. I am part of water. Water is part of me. When I pass it from this fleshly brain. We should always wish to be a friend to ourselves and to the world, especially the water. Never make water your enemy. Never make yourself your enemy. But the other thing is, treat the water and others well as well. Or two. (laughs) Treat them well. Treat the water you see with good words and good thoughts and good intentions. Let the water and the truth spread everywhere you go. Spread change into good things. Walk the right road. And it won't be easy all the time. It can be hard. But soon, it'll become super easy. It'll become second nature. in a way similar to we began. When we began. I want to talk about water and our relationship to it. And I want to remind you that even now, flip sufficient access to clean water. Negative thoughts, negative energy has flown all through the waves and the ripples of that situation. Negative feelings and hurt have flown through those communities and through us. It's not about us deliberately causing harm either. But every time we think of it, there's a little twinge that may happen if you live in Michigan that's hurtful because water calls to water courage calls to courage and we know that there is pain there because the truth the way the flow of the waters there and of the people there was interrupted and was moved out of its way and again that's just an example of a real world manifestation of how interfering with a flow that is true and good can cause harm to not just oneself but others. It's not about politics. It's not about 
who has more money or who has more power. It's about right and wrong and what's good and true. And when many get together to not do what's good and right and true, it can harm so many more than themselves. But then later, we see that those who are good and right and true will always come. They'll always come along because that's how the world works. Things can only be out of balance for so long before it's brought into balance again. And that balance also works on an internal level. You can only deceive yourself and be away from who you are for so long. Your soul will always balance itself. That's part of the grace we're given as and to do better, to help others and help others, to be truthful instead of deceptive. These are things we can do. I was able to share this episode about water and our service with my friends today. Friends you can really hear that wind going, right? I'm watering the rose bush and the service berry now. It's with watering, I hope also to save my husband's service berry that I overfertilized and didn't give enough water. I almost killed it. But water is saving it. Water and hope and good intentions. Prayer and good feelings. Water speaks the water, the spirit speaks the spirit. Maybe you take some time today. Have a glass of water and sit in your spirit. And make sure you're being able to respect to your day. <clears throat> oh, I need a glass of water myself. I'm getting parched. And until next time, I can't wait to join you here on my magical cottagecore life.